Sometimes complacency and comfort can be kind of dull. Very rarely do we see people, let alone companies, reinvent themselves in a way that makes us rethink who they are. When it comes to shaking things up, you risk alienating the people around you, but also if you're able to pull it off, things will never be the same. In today's episode, I talk about a new game from a beloved franchise that reinvigorates much-needed new life in a bold new direction. I'm your host, Christian Ong, and that's my cue. Welcome back, cuties, to another episode of That's My Cue, your one-stop podcast to get the latest reviews on all things TV shows, movies, albums, and games. Now, as you're hearing this, uh, I'm kind of going off the script a little bit, because when I had written you know, this week's episode, I had written it before my work trip, thinking that I was going to have to record double episodes that week because of my work trip, but I, you know, come... To think about it, I had plenty of time to just, you know, not even write it in advance. And I'm looking at the script right now and I'm talking about things like the Super Bowl, which I feel like I would have been talking out my, you know, behind because I know nothing about it. And I feel like I've always lived with the fact that I have to pretend like I know what what's going on in the Super Bowl. I know. And also, don't get me wrong. I know how to play football right and I, I not physically but because I would, I would get obliterated and destroyed into a million billion pieces but and 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 those pieces would then dissipate into like a very violent atom and just mush everywhere you get the picture anyways and that mush would then you know be just a graphic scene that you know my friends and loved ones would then be traumatized and horrified to remember me for, and it would just perpetuate in their memories of who I am for all of eternity. Anyways, as you can tell, I'm not a football player myself, but I do understand how the game works, but I'm not going to talk about the Super Bowl for the intro, and surely I'm not even going to predict that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to win, and Kendrick Lamar is going to bring Beyonce out with J. Cole in a surprise appearance alongside uh, Dr. Dre and, you know, uh, Mary J. Blige. I'm not going to do it, and also Snoop Dogg too, but I'm not going to do it, y'all. I'm not going to make those predictions. I'm just not going to do it, but anyways... I am here in the present, y'all. I'm here coming to you live in your ears as I'm excited to talk to you about a game that has been stirring up the fandom in a way that I, you know, I actually haven't seen in a long time. And I feel like this is one of my most anticipated games of last year. And I know I say that about a lot of things on this show, but seriously, at the top of the list for me. Before we talk about any of that, let's dive into some things that I'm currently into. Up first, we have the Office Superfan episodes. So anyone that knows me knows that I've seen The Office more than a handful of times, which would probably be like, I don't know, at this point, like eight times? Man, I need a life. Anyways, before you judge, I usually just skip episodes, you know, like uh, seasons like uh, one to eight during a rewatch or maybe some boring episodes. Um, So I'm not super basic. Probably just basic, basic. Still, 
these super fan episodes on Peacock are pretty fun. Uh, extended cuts of the episodes. And uh, it pretty much just covers everything from seasons one to four. It adds some of the deleted scenes back in. So if you're like me and you want to at least see some of the new scenes that sometimes honestly don't really fit the continuity with what aired, uh, this might be the way to go. It's, I don't know. It's kind of a, you know, you get you get a second drink, I guess, of Office episodes and Office content. And you'd know what that means if you watched the show. Probably watch it. It's a good show. Anyways, up next we have The Cleaning Lady. Uh, the Cleaning Lady is a show on Fox that uh, started a few, uh, and, I, and I've started a few episodes after watching one with my cousins, and so far it's an interesting premise. Uh, I, I like it that as a Filipino-American that we get to see more representation of Phil M characters on TV, and as a crime drama, I think that The Cleaning Lady has enough potential to keep it going. So uh, you can actually see a lot of the episodes on Hulu, so go check that out. And it's just so far on its first season. Up next, we have Murderville. And Murderville is a Netflix original. It caught me by surprise. Uh, the, so the, I guess the, the skinny is that the basic premise is that Will Arnett stars as a detective who solves murder mysteries with different guest celebrities. I feel like I'm butching the description on this. But the only catch is that the celebrity is never really given a script, so they are pretty much improvising their way to, you know, find the killer with Will Arnett, and it's probably one of the best comedies I've seen this year. Uh, the episodes with Marshawn Lynch, Conan O'Brien, and Sharon Stone are so good, y'all. Like, I, I, you know, sometimes, do you ever type LOL and you don't really LOL? Well, you're going to LOL. Damn, do I sound old? I, I sound like a like a like a like a grandpa that just learned how to type on the internet. What the what the heck am I talking about? Anyways, it's six episodes at about half hour apiece, so it should make for an easy marathon. So go check that out. I keep trying to tell people about Murderville, so tell your tell your friends too after listening to this episode. But without further ado, you probably clicked on this episode because you want to hear all my thoughts on the latest Pokemon game, Pokemon Legends Arceus, which was released on January 28th, 2022. Developed by Game Freak and directed by Kazumasa Iwao, Pokemon Legends Arceus is a new mainline Pokemon game that takes place in the distant past within the Hisui region, which would eventually come to be known as the Sinnoh region, which was the setting of Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. When the main character wakes up on the shore of Jubilife Village and no memory of how they got there, they become quickly recruited by the Galaxy Expedition Team, which is a group of individuals dedicated to surveying the vast, dangerous lands of Hisui in an effort to study the ferocious and feared creatures known as Pokemon. Now, it is up to the player to uncover the mystery of the Hisui region and to catalog the behavior of each Pokemon to create the region's first Pokedex. When it comes to overhauling the core mechanics of what made it popular with fans in the first place, Pokemon Legends Arceus is all about changing and restructuring the gameplay experience that it effectively redefines what a mainline entry is and can be. Don't get it wrong though, Pokemon Legends Arceus is very much a mainline title with many of the same familiar aspects that uh, fans have come to expect, only with a more refreshed presentation that takes massive leaps with a couple hitches along the way, admittedly. And yet... For the first time in a long time, 
Game Freak has delivered a game that isn't afraid to ultimately change many of its longtime tropes. Many of the basic elements are there in which the objective of completing the Pokedex, for example, is still the goal. And the battle system is pretty much intact, but everything else is completely redesigned in a way that feels totally new for the franchise. One of the new changes that comes with Legends Arceus is that exploring the region is sprawling and massive in five open world environments, all of which have their own specific biomes similar to the wild areas in Pokemon Sword and Shield. It also emphasizes catching not just one of each creature, but actually multiple, kind of in a similar fashion to Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu. Only now, each Pokemon essentially have uh, different behaviors depending on how you interact with them, requiring a bit more strategy when approaching a new monster. However, this can be a little repetitive for some players, but the game consistently rewards them with progressive achievements in their Pokedex entries that, while it may teeter on becoming too stale, it still manages to feel like one's time hasn't been wasted. Oftentimes, though, the bar of entry for new players in each new game is fairly welcoming in a way that eases people while still catering for longtime fans too. This is definitely going to be a harder case to make with Legends Arceus as catching each Pokemon happens in real time, as well as the battles too. But the biggest caveat is navigating when to start a fight and when to immediately leave when things go south, as wild Pokemon for the first time are able to attack the player directly, causing them to potentially faint and lose all the resources that they collected on their journey. Battling wild Pokemon also requires a lot of strategy this time around as well. The battle system has been altered by introducing the mechanic of agile and strong style moves, which basically allows you to choose the agile style, which would give your Pokemon a weaker version of the move, but also grants you an extra turn, while the strong style increases the power of a move, but also grants the opponent an extra turn as well. It's a simplified iteration of the system that longtime fans have come to expect, with the lack of passive abilities, held items, or complex effects from their moves, which may irritate those that want to enjoy the competitive scene of Pokemon as they did in the past. Regardless, battles aren't to be taken lightly, as level gaps, for example, occasionally don't matter, as each monster can find opportunities to hit you hard and deal high amounts of damage, so it really keeps you on your toes. Boss battles in previous games have often come in the form of gyms, to which Legends Arceus replaces uh, these battles with noble Pokemon, much in a similar vein to Pokemon Sun and Moon. These battles often feel reminiscent to games like Dark Souls or Monster Hunter, and play out very differently from your standard fare in the series where you have to dodge and time your attacks, and a lot of that strategy in memorizing attack patterns feels like a far more involved ex in, uh, experience than before. Yet. The game also tends to continue the recent trend of holding the player's hands a little too frequently with its narrative, and Legends Arceus's five areas to explore has plenty of things to discover in between each story beat. Naturally, as you progress through the game, new areas within each map eventually opens up to you as many of the maps are large in scale and with a variety of Pokemon to discover along the way. And granted, a lot of it is devoid of a variety of places, such as towns to visit, or memorable structures to explore around, though it makes sense within the context of the story, but still, it at times the world feels empty, and it would have been nice, uh, and the game would have been benefited so much more to have many more new sub-areas to visit, that kind of would have helped break the occasional monotony of catching Pokemon, or maybe finding new variations to draw them out, much like one would from a title like Pokemon Snap. 
Navigating each area though becomes tedious as well as the game only lets you set one waypoint at a time for you to follow. Though you can mark it with other icons but they never really show up in the overworld so it becomes increasingly annoying since it takes you quite amount of time to constantly pull up the map rather than setting multiple markers at once where you can arrange it and then hit those points during a run of that map without having to reset it. Furthermore, unlike games that it draws inspiration from like The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, a lack of puzzles feels underhanded and leaves no additional challenge for the player, which feels like a missed opportunity. In many ways you can incorporate the abilities that you gain over time to leverage it into creating fun puzzles, but it never really does that. Fetch quests and other collectible based missions becomes increasingly tedious, especially when the terrain itself loads within a certain radius of the player, making it hard to pinpoint where the next area of interest would be. On the other hand, Legends Arceus also makes plenty of quality of life changes that really improves the series in new and refreshing ways. The new addition of being able to change a Pokemon's moves or manually choosing when to evolve a monster are all fantastic ad additions that gives players far more customization options, if you will, in building out their team. However, the UI on its uh, menu is kind of oversimplified to a point that it would have been nice to implement some of the more uh, modern organizational tools such as more designated pockets within the item bag or kind of a more clever way to organize your Pokemon storage that can be done with specific settings. One of the major changes that they implemented is the emphasis on trading, which has been a big staple of the franchise. But now that players only have one singular version to play with, with access to all the Pokemon that you could possibly catch, the need to trade is kind of unnecessary. By doing so, the game also introduces new items or repurposes older items to evolve certain Pokemon that would have been otherwise required to trade as well. Online battling especially is is absent from this game, which may irritate some players, but Legends Arceus's main focus seems less on the idea of competitive battling and instead focuses on the concept of exploration within the world that it presents and its environment as well. Crafting is a new major element within the game in which Pokeballs and potions are easily acquired through this method, though inventory management can be a bit of a pain to sort this out, especially when trying to maintain a steady amount of items to use during each exploration mission. On another note, while the story of Legends Arceus is kind of fun to explore and navigate through with many of the easter eggs pleasing longtime fans, it's actually going to vary between those that just want to get back within the action of the game itself. Its story does build out the lore in new uh, ways that feels fun as the plot unfolds, and it stands as one of the better narratives to come out of a Pokemon game. More so, the composition of the game's musical score is beautifully orchestrated and really fills the experience with its moment-to-moment -moment gameplay. Pokemon Legends Arceus is a massive game that changes the core DNA of the series that there is so much in the game that I haven't even touched on, but ultimately stands as one of the best entries in the franchise by far. By going back to its basics while changing many of its familiar trademarks, Legends Arceus keeps things simple by going to the heart of the series in which your main focus is to catch and battle your collection of Pokemon. While its changes can easily alienate fans, it dares to challenge all the gameplay principles that it established 25 years ago for a new adventure that keeps the level of interest and discovery for the player at an all-time high. And I'm going to give this game a 9 
out of 10. And of course, if you're interested in playing this, you can find this on the Nintendo Switch. Now I know that review was pretty long, to say the least, but I feel like now this is a good time to take a break. When we come back, we'll catch up and throw in some reviews from people on the internet like you. Those were all throwing in and catching jokes because you get it. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Today on our program, we're talking all things Pokemon Legends Arceus, and usually this would be the moment where I would have listener reviews from y'all. But since it's a new game, and I'm sure you, all of y'all are enjoying it, except for those that I know that probably haven't played video games in a super long time, or at all, I figured I'd, I'd just go on the internet, like before, and just dive into some stinky bisque. At least I, that's the only... Uh, segment where I do this where I remember the title of reading reviews off the internet but anyways I'm gonna pull some reviews from Metacritic and I'll give you uh, their score and kind of what they thought about the game and some of my thoughts as well this first review comes from pro gamers who gave this game a 10 and pro gamer says this is the best Pokemon game so far and most relaxing and exploring is also fun and graphic issues seems like nothing and yeah, I kind of read it very like, you know, very calm, very I imagine myself on a beach. Anyways, that doesn't matter. It definitely is a relaxing game that you can easily sink a lot of hours into. I know I am not proud of it, but I definitely have sunk so many hours into this game. But I'm also glad that this person talked about the graphic issues, which is something I feel like is not really that big of a deal. A lot of people would look at this game and say, ew, it kind of looks ugly. But I don't know, a lot of Pokemon games were never known for pushing Nintendo's hardware to the limits to begin with. And I never feel like that's a requirement for me to enjoy any game, let alone let alone Pokemon. Right? It's I I don't know. I might be biased just because I, you know, am a super fan of this, but I just feel like, you know, if you're just looking at it first as, as it's bare bones aesthetics and you're not enjoying it for what it is then I don't think you really enjoy games but uh you know I I don't feel like the graphic performance should be set so high over the quality of gameplay because I feel like Legends Arceus is so much more fun in a way that you know you don't need me to say refreshing again but it definitely does new things with the Pokemon title that I just feel like I really get a lot of joy out of uh, up next, we have a review from uh, Kern, who gave it a 7 and said, It's good. Feels fresh. New catching system is great. It just feels kind of rushed, though, and like it wants you to mainly be re-catching the same Pokemon all the time to fill, uh, fill out the Pokedex. And there's even less emphasis placed on story and battles. I don't like how there's almost no trainer battles, as well as ha- having high-leveled good Pokemon being pointless. And yeah, I agree that like having a high-level Pokemon is essentially uh, innocuous to uh, getting all of your team wiped out by someone that is probably 10, 20 levels below you. I would argue that the lower emphasis on the story, though, is a great thing since games like Sun and Moon were fun, but I feel like I was heavily drowned down by the plot. As for trainer battles, the setting of the of the story makes sense for me as, since the concept of trainers are kind of a new thing. From a game design perspective, I think it would have slowed down the pacing dramatically if I was, you know, catching Pokemon constantly and then I was stopped by a trainer battle. 
um, which I feel like was kind of a long time problem in the previous games as well. I don't really care about trainer battles because, yeah, battling is fun, but I'd rather go out and explore and catch new Pokemon. And so I think that this game does that. Uh, up next, we have a review from Tom H three one one five. I wonder how many Tom other Tom H's there are, but Tom H three one one five gave this game a three. And Tom H3115 said, It would be a pretty solid Nintendo GameCube game. As a Nintendo Switch game, it's offensive to the fans. It's kind of a silly take, but okay. Legions Gaming gave it a zero and said, Worst Pokemon game I've ever played. It's a catching simulator, uh, simulator with barely any battles. Crap ga- uh, graphics. Horrible FPS issues and rendering of assets in the game from barely 10 feet away from me. I've seen PlayStation 2 games with better graphics and hardware is not the problem. Look at Breath of the Wild and Xenoblade and Monster Hunter on the Switch, which all look way better on the same system. Lazy developers making the Pokemon name uh, for uh, milking the Pokemon name for money. They don't even have online Pokemon battles or barely any battling in the game at all, to be frank. I don't know. All of that sounds kind of like, you know, arbitrary. Pokemon online battles. I never liked online battles. I'm going to have a controversial take and say that online battles were just very boring. At this point, it just became kind of like uh, just, you know, hardcore rock, paper, scissors, right? Your EV training and you're trying to get the right natures and it just becomes so when you try to apply so much math and, and, and you know, uh, I guess 3D uh, calculus into trying to figure out the right team composition, it just sucks out the, the fun of what made Pokemon Pokemon back when I was a kid. So, I don't know, I, I can admit that games like Breath of the Wild show the graphic potential of the Nintendo Switch, and I feel like, yes, they could have gone the extra length for this. So that critique is fair. But once again, it's just... A flimsy argument against the game. The fandom tends to be pretty fickle with what they want. For the longest time, people have wanted Pokemon to break out from the formula that have been that has been more or less the same for decades. And now that Game Freak has created something something completely different to what they've done in the past, it's still not enough. But at that same token, there's also fans that give high praise to the recent remakes of Diamond and Pearl, even though they were made by a different development team which also preserves much of the original. If you want to hear that review, definitely check that out. I didn't like that it, it kept everything the same because it just felt boring and repetitive. Uh, you know, I, I just felt like that uh, uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl took 10 steps back from all the games that it chose to push the series forward in, you know, new uh, directions with these new ideas and whatnot. But I don't know, Pokemon fans, they're a hard you know, uh, crowd to please. But... Yeah, that's today's episode, y'all. If you want to share your thoughts on the show and maybe you've played Pokemon Legends Arceus at a later date and you want to let me know what you think, and I admit that today was a long uh, review, but there's so much to talk about and I definitely want to dive into this more with y'all. So feel free to hit me up on Instagram at That's My Q Podcast. You can also hit me up on Twitter. That's a lot of hitting me up. 
but you can also reach uh, out to me at Q Podcast. But you can also email me if you'd like at that's my Q Podcast at gmail.com where you can suggest basically what you'd like for me to review next. And if you want, and actually I do recommend that you do this, rate and review the episode on Apple Podcasts. This helps boost attention for the show as well as sharing the episode, I don't know, with 10 friends and then have them share it with 10 friends. And I know it sounds like a pyramid scheme, but just keep that pyramid super tall and continuously growing. Hashtag grow the show. But once again, thank you all for listening and the support is always week to week greatly appreciated. Before I go, I also want to thank J1K for the use of their music Captured Soul from the School Days Beat Tape, which you can find on j1kmusic.bandcamp.com. Next week's episode, I'm going to be diving into a Netflix show, and that Netflix show is all about love, kissing, just in time for uh, Valentine's Day. And I'm going to be reviewing the Korean uh, reality show, Singles Inferno. I'm going to leave you all off with a quote. This quote comes from the game, and it goes like this. And also, by the way, there's no voice acting in the game, which I think is a silly complaint for fans to bring up and, and leverage against, you know, that the review's over. Anyways, that that's uh, neither here nor there. The quote goes like this. All lives touch other lives to create something anew and alive. Once again, I've been your host, Christian Ong, and put good vibes in the world. By the way, that's my cue.